good day, good afternoon, good night. How you doing? This is MCM and you're listening to You're Probably Right. Today we are going to have a serious conversation. Well, maybe not a serious conversation, but there's going to be a serious talk happening here. Now, of course, I'm only doing the talking, but just stay tuned. Hey, what's up? This is MCM, and you're listening to your Probably Right Podcast. How you doing? Here's the funny thing. I hope you're doing fine. I have no plan today. It is 6.52 in the evening on a Sunday night, and really, it's me and you. I'm just going to talk about whatever comes to my mind. Um, generally I have uh, some sort of a plan or some kind of questions to answer or something along that lines. But today I figured, you know what? I'm just going to just say stuff. <laughs> um, anyhow, just want to let you know, regardless, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. It may not be your cup of tea, um, but at the same time it might be. You know, I'm all over the place with the different topics. Um, If I say anything that has to do with the Bible, I try to back it up. Or if not back it up, per se, I try to use a scripture um, that talks along the lines of what I'm saying. Not to bend the Bible in any sort of way, but just to use what is appropriate as to maybe what would be the reason for doing certain things or, you know, along that lines, that kind of thing. Okay. So here we are. It's another end of the year. Now, I'm not going to get into what I usually get into at this point, but it's been a heck of a year. Um, this is a year and a half after my um, my sister has passed away. I feel like my podcast has changed a lot since her passing. And um, I, I realize a, a big difference in myself as well. And that's, <laughs> I can't really prove it to you here, but um, you, you probably noticed my podcast changed a little bit, you know, uh, the focus. So, as I said, I hope you guys are well, I hope, I hope um, this episode finds you in good space. Um, if you are not a Christian I um, implore you, I beseech you to get your hands on the Holy Bible. Look for ESV or even Old King James um, and start reading it. Now, why you're saying, well, listen, in the Bible, the Lord says there is no other way to the father but by me he says this is Jesus speaking it speaks in the Bible about all other doctrines or doctrines of devils no matter what other religion you are or if you're not if you're in a so-called sect of Christianity but you're not true believers if you do not believe 100% of what the Bible actually says the Bible explains itself there's no other book like it some people I I hear some people are going to Islam these days and 
I don't know if they all realize that all of the Islamic books were written around 600 years, five to 600 years after the crucifixion of Christ. They've had the Torah, they've had the, they've had the Pentateuch, they've had the whole Bible to mull over and um, write a new book or books, I should say, you know, if um, Hebrew, if the Hebrews say that it's Abraham, somehow it turns to Ibrahim, <laughs> even in English language. Um, that's not even the point. <laughs> that's not the point. The point is, is just things are just different when it comes to scriptures and any other books, any other religion, you know, I've made sure as growing up that I, well, I can't say I did it, but I was around people from all different cultures, all different religions, all different walks of life. Um, I've heard what other people have to say about their religion. I've seen what other people say about their religion and what they're willing to do for that religion and what the purpose is as far as what God's purpose would be with those. And um, obviously, the only two religions generally that try to compare themselves at some level to Christianity would be um, Judaism or Islam. And um, obviously we know that Christianity originated out of Judaism. The people, the chosen people of God, the Jews. Um, but as the scriptures went on and on, it told of one that was coming to earth, a savior, a Christ, who did come and he is Jesus. The Jews rejected him. As you know, Jesus is a Jew. <laughs> um, Christianity didn't start until after the death and after the ascension, per se. But he says, he who believes in me will not perish, but have everlasting life. And there's so many differences between Islam and Christianity. It's not even funny. A lot of the time you'll hear people say, oh, we believe in Jesus because he was one of the prophets and he was um, hallowed that way. And you'll hear them mixing Christ Christmas and Christianity and all this other stuff. Not a lot of them not realizing where the Christmas came from, even though it's like Christ mass. You figure it has to have something to do with Christ. But when you check out what the pagans have for Christmas, and when the fact that the Christians joined that celebration in honor of our Lord Jesus Christ, who was born on this earth, who lived the perfect life, who died on a cross, who rose again, who walked among men and ascended to the right hand of the Father as we speak. You know, it's just a different religion. And sometimes you'll hear people or maybe you're a person who will say, um, the reason why I'm not a Christian is because there's, when I go to church or whenever I've gone to church, the most people have been hypocrites. That's the, that, that's the big one. Or I used to date somebody who said they were a Christian and they're doing everything but be a Christian as far as what I'm concerned of what, a, what, as far as I'm concerned, what a Christian is, 
Uh, maybe it's adultery, maybe it's backbiting, maybe it's stealing, maybe there's some kind of little quirk that you found within a Christian or a group of Christians that you find wrong. And then there's also the, the fact that there are many churches that say there are Christian churches and then not Christian churches because they don't believe in what the Bible says. So, I would say to you, yes, just you, you need to check out the Word of God for yourself. After you've done this or began to begun to do this, I would strongly suggest getting into a church who teaches the Word of God. Now, how would you know the difference? Listen, if you're going to be a believer, if you are a believer, if there's faith in your heart to believe in Jesus Christ and you read the word of God, well, we know that if once you are a Christian, once you are saved, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. The Lord will open up the word of God for you to understand what is what, as long as you don't let yourself get hoodwinked by someone or a church that says they're a Bible-believing church but has all kinds of weird stuff. And the biggest thing to look for is when you know things are going left is a, a church that has a different book besides the Bible to bolster the Bible. Now, I'm not talking about a concordance where a book full of verses and scriptures that explain other things like or just situations or like, you know, you look at like marriage. And then you'd open up a concordance and it would bring up every verse that has anything to do with marriage and stuff like that. Not that. I mean, another book that supposedly supports the Bible by another writer. The Bible that Christians believe, there are 66 books from Genesis to Revelations. There's no book of Jude in there or Maccabees. Or the other books that have been hidden in there, book of uh, what's his name, Judas. I think there was a like there's there's a whole kinds of stuff, but it's the sixty six books, sixty six books of the Bible. And the best version that I see these days, in which I read these days, is an ESV, English Standard Version. So that's my little soliloquy there. Remember, I am a Christian, but this is not a a Christian podcast. I talk about way other things but way other things <laughs> many other things way off topic of being a Christian or from like like Christian situations just stuff that people deal with including Christians that I try to explain or talk about from a Christian standpoint is that the, <laughs> I guess that I could say that that should be cool right I'm, I'm not professing to be a minister of the gospel in that way or a priest or anything like that <laughs> and by the way we look at um our leaders as uh, reverence <laughs> pastors not priests we all have a royal priesthood through christ jesus the believers the things on the catholic side are way different from the things on the protestant side and honestly most people who would say they're like a pres presbyterian um, Lutheran or uh, Baptist or Reformed would say that m most <laughs> would agree that Catholicism isn't Christianity. 
there's many things that are said that are nice in Catholicism, but again, they have that other catechism, that book that, um, you know, it, there's a lot of Hail Mary this and Hail Mary that. I think the Lord God Almighty gave his um, blessings of Mary in the Bible and says you are, that she is um, highly favored among, among women. Um, blessed, you know, but they, they, they pray to Mary and all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of stuff that they added to the Bible. You need to figure out how different the, the religions really are. Christianity on a whole is a religion that takes in every and all and there's no cutoff. If you weren't born a certain way, doesn't mean you can't be. And you'll find that in some other belief systems and so-called religions that exist these days that um, are really um, like literally, literally you could be born a peculiar person in their um in their views and there's no way around it you have to stay as you are or burn in hell or something like that anyway i just finished i just feel like talking about that you know um right now we are coming into the season as i'm speaking right now of christmas and for me christmas used to be so amazing and I also remember the Christmases where it wasn't so amazing, but I wasted time. I should have spent more time with my sisters, more time with my mother, more time with my brother. I spent all the time I could possibly with my father. As he um, got older and as he retired, I was still in high school <laughs> and um he found a lot more time to lounge around the house and just be around so I could talk to him, um, pick his brain. He taught me how to, um, didn't really, I guess he, yeah, he kind of taught me how to, how to, um, to hit a or to bat a little bit in cricket and bowl or pitch, you know, um, he taught me how to play dominoes I guess per se I kind of played with him I don't know that he really taught me anything but I played one on one versus him or sometimes I'd play doubles against other people two ministers I could think of in particular um had the most fun um getting to know my dad at 16 17 I would say is the best way to put it um I even tried to tape him one time that didn't work out I really strongly suggest you do this if you can um if you have an older parent and maybe they haven't been that communicative um, throughout your, you know, growing up. And now you know you're getting close to the end. And there's so much you want to ask and so much information you're trying to retain. Maybe there's stuff that you have to take care of as far as land or properties or assets or whatever it is like that. So you question them. Now, you could write everything down, but who's to say you're going to write everything down properly? So my idea years ago was just to tape my father on a tape so that's what I did I sat us both down in the corner of the room after setting up uh, a back in the day a, a camcorder to um, videotape our conversation so like I would just ask him whatever I wanted to know 
And then I didn't even need to retain it. So it was so much more freeing because I could just sit there and just stay on topic. So it was actually a proper good conversation. But also at the same time, I could step back and just randomly pop off questions, stuff that I just needed to know. And I did that. But of course, you know, as luck would have it, back in those days, we were using VHS tapes and um, little small tapes, smaller tapes um, to tape our conversations with whoever uh, or just the videotape action. And then, you know, the process to sometimes get it onto another tape. Anyhow, this led to that and that led to other things. And I taped them, taped our conversation, and I lost it. <laughs> so that all being said, I would say to you, honestly, if you have an older parent or a parent that you need to get a lot of information from, or maybe it's a sibling, maybe they're on their last. I'm just trying to give you a heads up and to remind you that, you know, it is possible. And best to say, I would say, ask them if they're cognitive enough, you know, and they know what you're talking about. But even if they're not, you know, just say, you know, I'm taping this conversation. So maybe anything you don't want to get out, you don't have to say. But I just want to know for my own information, you know, for my heritage reasons. Sometimes you want to know why your eyes are brown instead of blue and why your skin is light instead of dark or vice versa or whatever it is. And, you know, there's genetics in there that determines a lot in our bodies and you know, it depends. Like, I guess, I guess depending on your culture is how important that is to you, really. But, um, yeah, a good idea would be to tape those conversations if you got the opportunity. Now, because we are in that season, I know you might not be when you're listening to this into that season. Or that season I'm talking about is the Christmas season. Or maybe you're just heading towards a birthday or somebody else's birthday or another Easter. (laughs) I'm going to say to you, please, I implore you, take care of whatever it is you can take care of with people while they are still walking on this earth, while they're still while there's still a cognitive and understanding of what is happening around them. Take advantage of having conversations that you never thought you would. Take advantage of the opportunity you have just to be an open book. Care about people. Try to help people. Sometimes people just need to connect dots for their own life for their own reasons. And sometimes we, as people, for some reason, we want to hold back information. Almost like if you give out everything you know, then um, people don't have use for you anymore. So you have to keep your little information. Almost like hand handle the, the information that you know that others don't know in your family as a carrot or something. What happens if you drop off? You know, what if you do pass away? Is it that you really want to give your, your your children or your siblings a hard time in dealing with situations? Is that what you want for them? Oh, no, I know. There's, there's people, you know, they say, I know. I, I'll know when my time is coming and I'll tell them whatever they need to know. There's stuff that my father died with. I'm just talking. I'm just speaking out loud. And my family could be totally different from yours. Maybe you're not like how my dad was. But I told you, I had to tape him. 
and and basically get him with a barrage of questions just to get answers because if it's up to left up to him if he's going to take the time to tell me anything that wasn't going to happen you know and i'm saying do you want people to have a tough time right now my um my sister who passed away a year and a half ago she she had a cell phone now, funny enough, another person in the family needed a cell phone. And 100%, if she was here, she'd like, take mine, use mine. I don't really need it. Okay, but she had a password. <laughs> and my other sister has the phone now. And it's like, she's like, oh, you know, I'll just call the company and I'll get the, you know, get them to unlock it or some whatever it is. But these guys don't write anything down and they don't care for anybody to know anything. So... There's so many things that I don't know. If something was honestly to happen to my sister suddenly, there is probably a good three months of trying to catch up on the random bills that are probably all over the place. And um, it probably cost me two or three years of something just to put everything in order because things were not set are, are not set in order. And I'm just going to say to you, if you do are a person who's in the position in your family to hold, like, you know, maybe a lot of the decisions run through you, you have to leave a way that somebody else could possibly handle business in your absence, in your incapacity, in your, in the, the, um, the event of your passing. I mean, you love these people, right? that you, you you call your family or those who are really really dear to you why would you want them to have to suffer to figure things out for you and for whatever is going to happen with your estate because you decided not to pass on the information and for some reason you thought that when you pass away you could slowly reach up <laughs> lying on the ground and say to the, your loved one i'm going now and by the way my password is 7654. <laughs> uh, like, come on, man. You could do better than that. And I know there's a lot of people who don't have anything written down anywhere. Like, no list. The amount of passwords that we are inundated with nowadays, it's absolutely ridiculous. And the phone numbers, you'll be hard-pressed to find a person or an individual that knows more than five phone numbers. Now, whereas we would probably know possibly 30 to 40 phone numbers in past maybe not that many but quite a few before we needed to write them down now we have to write down everything and we're putting most of the time we're putting everything into a phone which could possibly be left or thrown out somewhere we leave a lot more information on a smartphone than we would leave on a piece of paper or a book <laughs> and hopefully we're backed up Yes, in this day and age, everything is like that. Anyhow, y'all, this is a short, a short, short, short podcast this week. I just felt like stopping in, you know, and um, kind of bending an ear. This holiday season for me is probably going to be a little rougher than usual, but somebody's already invited me to spend time during 
the holiday season and it's like I've already usually usually I'd say okay sure yeah okay grudgingly but um I'm gonna say something and I I don't know maybe I'll only say a little bit I'm just gonna wing it so it'll either be one minute worth or five minutes worth possibly but know your limit people when you've given all that you can to someone and they don't see the value in you stop trying to prove it you have value you are worth something you know i did say in an episode or two ago that sometimes people you know they they value money they value your ability to bring in money what type of money you could bring in what kind of stability do you offer by the money that you bring in And at the same time, while they're doing this, they're devaluing your time. When on this earth, your time is worth more than money. Only your time. The time you spent with the child, the time you spent with your spouse, the time you spent with God in prayer, the time you spent on the word of God, the time you spent on important tasks to get things done. It's your time. When you spend a lot of time at work, what do they do? They pay you according to your time. Don't get it twisted. Sometimes people put money over time, but then you find out at the end of time or at the end of their time, the most important thing to them is time. If you had a hundred suits in your closet and you knew that they could fit somebody, you'd be like, here you go. Take them all at the end of your time because your time is worth more. If you had gold chains and diamonds on gold, which is the biggest ripoff scam out there. And somebody said, I'm going to give you this gold chain that's worth $14,000 or I can give you another year on your life or a day on your life. You're opting for the time because it's so much more valuable. And I guess that's why I look at eternity and in being a Christian is I realize that there's nothing but time after the life on this earth. So use your time wisely. If, If there was nothing else for me to say on this podcast besides this, I would say your time is worth more. Do you understand? As life was breathed into your body, your time was there and your clock is ticking. Don't let somebody devalue you. You know, money changes, like the value of money. I, I, I think about my, my parents when they were raising me and I was a youngster. Um, my parents both, I think they both made under $20 an hour. And they raised me, they had a home, right? The same amount. Now, when you look at getting a house 
or um, raising the family or taking care of all your kids or buying a car, whatever it is, you realize that your time, they're giving you more. So in other words, if some of us, if we were making the money we're making now, but this was the 1980s, we'd be definitely on the more affluent side of things because money was what's way more valuable back then so they didn't give that much of it but now that money's losing its value you know now I think about that with just time and money and I realize your time is your time when you've given a day's work you've given a day's work now the money that you earn for that day's work might not be worth that much but your time is still so I hope you're understanding what I'm saying about time. If she doesn't love you or he doesn't love you, what are you doing? You know, you're, you're in it for the kids, are you? Or you just need to be married or you just don't want to be alone? Don't you know that God is able to do anything in regards to you not being alone, if that's what he has for you, because he's sovereign over all of these things anyway. But your time is so valuable and you don't get it back on this earth. You know, there's people on this planet that I spent so much of my time working on stuff for them, stuff that they needed. And I neglected myself. I used my time in service. But at the end of the day, the service that I gave with my time was not valued at all. So in some ways, I lost time to be able to do things for myself to further myself in my career or whatever it is but I bolstered somebody else's life and I mean when they appreciate it and I can't say that they'll never appreciate it but right now I know that they don't appreciate it and if I were to draw my last breath today I would go to my grave thinking that they did not appreciate the time that I spent on them I guess there's so many different directions I could go with explaining about time. But I'm just going to say to you, your time is valuable. This is MCM. This is your probably right. And I hope you come back again. Take care. Come check out You Probably Write Podcast. Society is getting more unpredictable every day, but at the same time, predictable in its unpredictability. Say that four times real fast. Come with me as I attempt to find clarity in all the fog while staying way outside the box and kicking the box way down the road with my size 12 docks. <laughs> I use the Bible, experience, education, fortune, misfortune, life's lessons, life's mistakes, 
to sort through all the mess. I talk about news, God, uh oh, yeah, God, self help, sports, sickness, health, music, parenting, love, humbleness, hurt, pain, joy, and all the things that might make you say, hmm, I never thought of it that way. Hopefully, anyway. Also, I take a stab at answering tough and not so tough questions, and all the while, understand that, listen, Sometimes you end up in the hot seat and there's no thermostat. Well, that's how it is here. And because there's no topic, well, very few topics off the table. Torontonians will understand that Doug Ford reference there. (laughs) Hopefully the podcast will be helpful and uplifting. And hey, maybe you'll find your own private Idaho here somewhere. Hope to see you soon.